welcome to the third and final entry of the Blah Blah Sports WWE Draft Series. It's a crossover episode. Yeah, not just Benny. It's Mr. Thomas DiNapoli from uh, Teeing Off, a podcast you can hear on uh, Podomatic, I believe. That's your website? Uh, it's YouTube, actually. It started oh, out as audio... Started out as audio only, but I've changed it to videos. Production quality, it's just my webcam. It's just me in my room. But I really don't have these flashy graphics. I just want everyone to hear and listen to what I have to say rather than get distracted by any of the B-roll content I would have put in otherwise. And what do you podcast about? Core Mets fan, as uh, as we've uh, we've all known, of course. Me being a Phillies fan, we worked together at RTN. It was a uh, <laughs> it, uh, it was fun times. But uh, it, you just talk about the Mets, or you talk about other things as well. All right, so I've done a couple WWE things. Most recently, my two video, my last two videos were about WWE. I tried to do a prediction show, but Money in the Bank, I kind of just ran out of time. So mm -hmm. I will do one for Battlegrounds. So I do cover WWE, a lot of Mets, some Yankees, Giants. And when hockey season comes around, I'll get into the three New York hockey teams. Not going to talk about soccer too much. I know the Copas are ended. I know the Euros are going on. But I like to, in a podcast that's my own, I like to stick with what I know. So when I talk, people know I know what I'm talking about rather than going out of my comfort zone too mm -hmm. much. Because at the end of the day, it's my podcast I'm doing for myself. So I want to just stay within my own ground. So, yeah, Mets, Giants, Jets, Yankees, all the New York sports teams minus soccer and minus the Brooklyn Nets, because they're, they're just a mess. I know you had a lot to say about Roman Reigns being suspended. We'll get, yes. to, that. We'll get to that during the draft. But uh, th this is your shameless plug. If people want to listen to uh, Teeing Off, where can they go? Uh, you could either type in Teeing Off, and one of my episodes will come up. So that's T-I-N-G space off on YouTube. Or you could type in Thomas DiNapoli and then filter the channel. It's just under my name, Thomas Napoli. It's a picture of me and my brother. I'm in a Mets shirt. We're in Baltimore, so you see the warehouse in the back. So it's a great uh, photograph by some random guy when we went to go see the Mets in Baltimore last year. But, yeah, either Thomas Napoli or Teeing Off. I actually YouTubed myself twice today under both of those names, and they're both with the first thing that comes up. So if you want to, it's very easy to find. Yes, go definitely uh, go support Teeing Off, a, uh, a great podcast there if you're a major New York sports fan. But right now we're not talking about New York sports, my good friend Tom. We are talking about the WWE Draft. Now, uh, it's coming up July 19th. Uh, a lot's been made about it, and uh, we've been talking about it a little bit over here at Blah Blah Sports. It's it's like it's amazing. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's uh, I don't really know the word to say right now, but it's kind of like taking everything by storm. Uh, it's 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 interesting because right now the roster isn't uh, as big as probably it needs to be for for the draft. Um, of course, no. uh, we'll go over the rules for this draft, but. Uh, with if the way things are right now, uh, do you think this is a good idea? Yes, I do. And the, the word I'm going to use for this, it's a little, it's a little captivating. And That's I think I this is a good for. idea because I have my friend who got me back into wrestling. And then I have my friends who aren't in wrestling, but they still think of wrestling as the old paradigm, the old Raw versus SmackDown. SmackDown versus Raw, like the video games, they look at it like that. So I think because... I read somewhere that the average wrestling fan is a 41-year-old male. So now with Brock Lesnar going over to UFC, they're trying to draw a younger crowd back to WWE. But I think going back to the old format, which obviously it's not the original one, but the old format of SmackDown versus Raw, if people start to come back and they start to see that, 
yes, I think it's a good idea. Also, I think when you do the draft, which I took off work for, uh, when you do the draft, you got to bring back big names, even if they're just a couple months. Like, you know, the NBA is like a 10-day contract type yep. thing. Even if it's a couple-month contract, bring back Mysterio. I, I don't love Goldberg, but they, they're not going to reach negotiations. I read, according to Wrestling Observer, Dave Meltzer said Angle and WWE aren't – they're not going to come back. But I think that might be a little the WWE trying to keep a secret. I think Angle will be back within – before the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. So I think you have to bring back names, though. But it's hard because you had guys like Johnny Mundo in Lucha Underground, Johnny Nitro for those of you, or John Morrison – yeah, so you have guys like him and Mysterio who are in Lucha Underground that it's going to be hard to bring them over for the draft. You can't just – you could call up NXT talent, but do people really know who they are? I think the only viable name that people might know is Samoa Joe. Now, I understand Finn Balor was a New Japan guy, but if you're not a wrestling guy recently, you don't know who Finn Balor is. No. You'll know who Samoa Joe is because when you were 10 years old, you probably watched The issue watched, with yeah. calling up Samoa Joe is that the purpose with keeping him down there is because right now he's needed in NXT. Now, I understand people are like, oh, yeah. but, but get him up on the main roster. I, I understand that. But Samoa Joe, right now, when you think about it, his biggest, his biggest asset to the company is the fact that he's in NXT right now because he's doing great things in NXT and he's no, not exactly the youngest guy. You can kind of use him a little bit to get some younger guys over. The Angle thing, uh, you mentioned Dave Meltzer's article about Kurt Angle and how it might be a little bit of like a, uh, the best-kept secret or the worst-kept secret, the way you look, depends on what you look at it. Uh, Trying to do what they did with Styles with the yeah, Rumble to they're, make they're the shock like, factor. Oh, he's not, he's that... not, we're, we're not in negotiations with him. I think Kurt Angle, uh, he said before, he goes, it's not a matter of, of if, it's a matter of when. And I yeah. get that. I think that more than likely he has one more match left in WWE. The problem isn't just... Uh, working out the contract and the WWE trying to keep it secret. He's also not the healthiest guy. Uh, there's a name you forgot there that I'm going to say, Jeff Hardy. Uh, we all know that TNA is probably about as <laughs> as uh, viable of a wrestling faction right now as uh, you hitting someone with a chair in your backyard. Uh, they're not yeah. making any money, and a lot of their wrestlers are getting fed up. You know, they have some icons there with Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. Uh, you even want to go to EC3 or, or, or Galloway, yeah. uh, you can pull some of those guys in. I don't think we're going to be getting uh, anyone else from TNA because right now they're just not doing, you're not using their talent very well. Um, the problem, I think, with the draft is that's not completely what's going to bring the younger generation in. If, if there's anything, and we'll get to the draft in a second, but if there's anything I know about the younger generation, it's we appreciate good stories. Now, I'm, when I was, it, yeah. this even goes down to, uh, our, our fiber, the fiber of our being, you know, being kids, listening to a good story around the campfire or a bedtime story. You want to be entertained with a good story. And that's what happened in the Attitude Era and even a little bit during Ruthless Aggression. But now we're not getting good stories. Now we're getting uh, basically about as see-through with the product as, 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 I've ever, as I've ever experienced. And it's one of the things that drove me away from wrestling in 2009 was that they just weren't using guys well. I remember CM Punk wasn't being used well. Uh, Santino Morello was being uh, basically a giant joke, and I know he was a comedic character as it was, but it still was a little bit offensive to see that every day, and of course John Cena lulled, John Cena wins. So uh, I think what we want is we just want a good story, and we just want to see guys that deserve it uh, get somewhere, because we can all relate to that. But anyway, before we get too sentimental and, and, and into some hardcore conversations, let's start uh, the draft. So the rules are the same as the uh, second draft episode. Um, basically, 
coin flip for who gets SmackDown and Raw. Thomas DiNapoli, of course, got SmackDown. I am saddled with uh, the, 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 long, uh, the long laundry list on how to make Raw great again. And then, of course, uh, he won the coin toss that really matters, and that's getting the first overall pick. Now, uh, the way the draft pick works is uh, single wrestlers and tag teams can be drafted as one pick. If you draft one of the three factions, or stables as they're called, the club, social outcast, can't believe I just said that, or the Wyatt family, <laughs> you are docked a pick. Um, more than likely, what's going to happen and what's kind of been the trend is the social outcast isn't taken until towards the end. Um, they were pushing Rosa Mendez at one point, but uh, that's the way it works. Uh, you unfortunately are not allowed to draft Undertaker, The Rock, or Brock Lesnar. And I might catch some flack for Brock Lesnar, but you know, getting wrestling 15 dates a year to me kind of puts you in a special category, and I don't really feel like him being around like he's not really even being used as like a guy that's around the title i know people they want to keep him around the title but with working only 15 dates a year i don't know i, I we're just gonna we're just gonna put him in the special category with taker and rock they can do whatever they want whenever they want all right so let's get down to the nitty-gritty here thomas napoli you have the first pick who is going to be the new face of smackdown seth rollins with your I first that's pick, an easy pick Yep, and I think it's an easy pick. I think, even though he's not the champion, I think right now he's the best. His mic skills are great. He is getting love from the fans. Everyone's behind him, even if they were behind him just to try to beat Roman. I think Seth Rollins is not the youngest guy, not a spring chicken, but I think he's young enough that he could carry it. And if SmackDown wants a new face, I want it to be Seth Rollins. Okay. Now, I've Seth was going to be my first overall pick. Um, All right, so it's a good pick then. Oh, it's a great, it's a great pick. <laughs> I'm a big uh, proponent of getting guys uh, that right now are at the top of the card, and I think this guy, uh, my pick, is is going to be that that guy that's going to uh, change things up a little bit. I'm picking Dean Ambrose. Uh, he yep. is a spectacular in ring worker. Um, puts on some great matches. I love his character. Right now, of course, he's WWE champion, and I'm going to keep that on Raw. So uh, I'm taking Dean Ambrose, uh, mainly because I don't want to take John Cena, and I kind of think you're going there at some point. At some point, I will, but with pick number two, I'm going to take the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. And part of it is I'm thinking a little politically here because if there is two championships and I didn't take the WWE championship with me to SmackDown, there's going to be probably a new world heavyweight one. And I could see AJ Styles being that guy. I think he's the best wrestler in the world. I don't think he'll ever win the championship. That's solely WWE because Vince is very stubborn and he's saying, oh, you're, you're a TNA guy. You're never going to have my title. But I think having AJ Styles, he could work with young talent, but he's doing a great job as a heel. I take AJ Styles. So you're taking the club with your second pick. Yeah, yeah, I'll just take club with my second pick. All That's right, fine. So you're going to be docked a pick there, which means I'm going to take with – my next two picks, I'll take uh, Kevin Owens, big Kevin okay. Owens fan. I know you don't like him that much. No, I, I do. I do like him now. I'm so I'm very mad that he blocked me on Twitter because <laughs> I was young and naive and stupid, and I'm mad I can't see his tweets. All right, we let's let's talk about that story really quick before I go into my next pick. Um, what's the reason that uh, Kevin Owens blocked you on Twitter? Okay, so I didn't like him at first because I thought he was really annoying and he was really just being a good heel because it was when I started to get back into wrestling. So I was just saying to my buddy, oh, he's annoying, he's annoying. So my buddy tweets to him and goes, hey, like, my buddy hates you. And then I said, ah, oh, he can't read this. He's probably into Tim Hortons watching curling or something. Boom, blocked. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, <laughs> unfortunately, well, well, Canadian racism right there. <laughs> you have missed some gold. You have missed some absolute gold from Kevin Owens. Well, I, I have good friends. They screenshot every good tweet and they just text it to me. But I'm mad I can't see it for myself. <laughs> oh, man. So with my third pick, I'm taking Sh- Sasha Banks. I know I'm going early with the boss, but uh, I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. I, I see a lot of potential with this girl uh, to be... Uh, one of the biggest female stars they've ever had. I think she she has the potential to be the greatest women's wrestler that WWE's ever seen. So I'm taking Sasha Banks after a Kevin Owens. So I went Ambrose, Owens, Banks. Now, who are you going to take to follow up Rollins and the club? Okay, so they're, they're in a hugely hot feud now. You predicted it earlier. The fact I want to make SmackDown great again. I know you said Raw, but I, I really want to bring SmackDown up to the heights it was pretty much when Paul Heyman was a creative writer for them, when good stories would happen on SmackDown, and then they would just get drafted to Raw. But I want to keep them on SmackDown, so I'm going John Cena. If you want people to watch it, you got to bring some star power. And while Seth Rollins and AJ Styles are good for the in-wrestling community, for the people not too in tuned with wrestling, I want to bring the star power of John Cena to SmackDown. That's a good pick. Yeah, I give Cena a lot of flack for for being the backstage, a little bit of a backstage politicker. The guy's been phenomenal in the ring. And uh, mm-hmm. he's evolved into probably the best worker in, in the WWE right now. He puts on some great matches. And, he, you know, the difference between him and Reigns, and one of the reasons why Cena is so polarizing, is that you can't fault, uh, well, you can't overlook the fact that he is fantastic in that yeah. ring. He, he's absolutely uh, phenomenal. And, uh, Speaking of a guy that's really good in the ring, with my fourth pick, I'm taking Cesaro. I ah. I love the Swiss Superman, and uh, I I can see some great feuds with him and Kevin Owens, and even him and Dean Ambrose. So uh, I'm taking Cesaro to keep him around uh, on Raw. And I know I didn't really want to do this, but I think what's best for I'm going to do what's best for SmackDown. I hate to break up this Owen Zayn rivalry, but I'm going to take Sami Zayn. I want to take Cesaro, but you took Cesaro, so I'm just going to take Sami Zayn. I love, love, love this slow build they're doing with him. They're not slapping a title on him too soon. They're letting him progress, and I love it. And if they keep going this direction, it'll be great for SmackDown. What I like about Sami Zayn is the way they're booking him. and The way they're booking him is, is they're, they're, they're letting him lose a little bit more on TV. Mm-hmm. Because you love him. I mean, you love the kid. He's he's freaking phenomenal. And uh, so him losing a little bit gets us behind him. Not going to have the quite impact of a Daniel Bryan push. But, no. you know, it, it's still going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm going to tag team now. I'm taking the hottest tag team in the business right now. I'm going Enzo and Cass to Raw. Uh, hopefully they don't end up getting broken up in reality. Um, I love Enzo and Cass, but I kind of know what Vince McMahon... I'm kind of starting to get back into the, what Vince McMahon likes. And uh, he, he loves Cass, and he doesn't really like Enzo that much. But uh, I, I'm hoping they stick together. I'm keeping them together. I'm going with Enzo and Cass here, not docking myself a pick just yet. Okay, so this one is kind of more just out of pure fandom for the guy, because I love him on Twitter. I'm going to take the Bulgarian Brute. I like yes. Rusev. I like I like him as a heel. He's hilarious. That Happy Father's Day thing at Money in the Bank was great. Uh, I love him as this monster heel. It reminds me of WrestleMania 31 when he came out on a tank. He's going back to that type of Rusev, and I love it. So I'm gonna take your boy Ruru. I love Rusev. I love. I, he was getting a little bit weird. Um, 
last year where they had him kind of doing the, the comedic, like uh, they had him in that weird summer Ray, Dolph Ray Ziggler thing. Yeah. triangle feud, stupid thing. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy there. They're pushing him as a more serious, uh, serious guy. Speaking of serious, I'm going to give you an extra pick here. I'm going with the Wyatt family. I okay. wanted to wait a little bit to get some other picks in and I was hoping you weren't going to take them. And now I think it's my time to jump on them. Uh, getting Bray, Luke, Eric Rowan, and Braun Strowman. Hopefully you get someone else, uh, someone really good with this pick. Um, I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I love what they're doing with the New Day. And uh, Oh, that's the other rule I forgot. Uh, no Charlotte or New Day. Forgot forgot to say that. But uh, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, liking his new kind of serious character. Hopefully they, they go over at uh, SummerSlam. Maybe not Battleground, yeah. but SummerSlam. All right, so for I have two picks now. So for... One pick, I'm going to take Becky Lynch because I think right now she's really one of the only female faces. It's not really when you look at it, a, Charlotte a true, Dana a Brooke. A true baby face, a true baby. Yeah, face, she's a yeah. true baby face, and I think that's good. I think she's really attractive. I love Irish girls, but like that's neither here nor there. So I'm going to take Becky that, Lynch. With that one dress that she was wearing at the Hall of Fame ceremony. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so all. I'm going to. I'm going to take Becky Lynch, and I'm going to do what I did in my fantasy baseball draft and go back-to-back. I'm going to draft another woman here, and it might be a little too early, but I would like to see this feud because I want to see Paige get back to really good relevance. So I'm going to pick Becky Lynch, then I'm going to pick Paige. Took Paige. Took took the pick I was going to take when I came back. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to take Becky Lynch, the true baby face, and I'm going to take Paige. She, again, she's a really good wrestler. Oh, yeah. Uh... I don't know where uh, if her and Del Rio are going to end up on the same roster, but I'm not really too concerned with that. Uh, so I'm really going to take back-to-back women. It's, again, my fantasy league. I took uh, Jepsen and then Wade Davis. So, I, you know, it's good to have two good, solid foundations at my closer spot my fantasy team. So I'm going to take two really good, solid women right here in Becky and Paige. Okay. I was hoping that, you, that Paige would drop a little bit, but she's a phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Um, exactly. Really, I have a lot of hope for this women's division because once Asuka gets in the main roster, Nia Jax, uh, even Alexa Bliss, Bailey, yeah. once you get all these these women to the main roster, you're gonna have some fun matches. Like, can you imagine a Charlotte versus Asuka, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Natalia? Like, I can't wait to see fun. Charlotte Bailey. That's gonna be that's gonna be a lot. I of fun. can't wait for that. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to keep up the theme here. Uh, you got two women. I'm going to take Natalia. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of potential here with her as a heel character. Um, she's not great on the mic, but, man, she can really go in the ring, and uh, she's going to be my top uh, female heel. So right back to you. All right, I'm going to take The Miz. Now, I know some people are saying, oh, I was in the movie, you know, this Intercontinental run, whatever. I think he's one of the truest heels in the company. To where he's always in heel mode. Mm-hmm. not He doesn't let it up on social media or anything like that. So I'm going to go with The Miz. He's a long-standing WWE employee. could help get people over. And technically, I brought the Intercontinental and United States Championships with me right now. That really didn't have anything to do with it. I would have taken these guys even if those championships were vacated. But I'm going to take The Miz. Miz, he's really good because he gets actual legitimate heat. Exactly. And, exactly. And- Believe it or not, underrated worker. Severely underrated worker. Um, speaking of a top heel, uh, I'm going to take a guy who's probably doing some of the best work he's ever had in his career. I'm going to take Chris Jericho. Um, oh, I love him. The stupid idiot. It, it's, become, <laughs> it's become a phenomenon. So I'm going to take Chris Jericho as, as my kind of lower tier, lower, lower top of the card heel. 
Um, but yeah, now nah, he's phenomenal. He's just great. Okay, so next is a little. You might see see it a little questionable, but wearing the shirt right now might be a little early. I'm gonna take the Vaude Villains, and they're gonna do a face turn because I have the club. They're my heel tag team. If you watch NXT Takeover Brooklyn, the Vaude Villains were faces, and you had the whole crowd like wagging their fingers along, and everyone loved them. I know Vince isn't a fan of their gimmick, but I have them coming to SmackDown with a face gimmick, and I think the fans are going to be as receptive, if not more, to that than the NXT fans were, and I think it'll really work. So I'm going to take the Vaude Villains. I, it's it's interesting because I don't mind the Vaude Villains. I do think the pick's a little bit early because there is some still there's still some talent there, but. The problem with the Vaude Villains is I think their gimmick is a little bit... I'm not insulting the WWE crowd here, but I think their gimmick's a little bit too uh, sophisticated. And I don't think a lot of people understand it. Um, yeah. I also think that Vince doesn't get it, or he does and he just doesn't like it. I'm not, I'm not sure, because their gimmick is cool. I mean, it's something a little bit different. It's That's why I like it so much. I, I, I enjoy it as well. Um, I think right now, I mean, I haven't seen them as babyface, um, but I think right now we're getting some really good work out of them as heels. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a babyface turn. I just, I'm afraid that they're going to get stuck in this world of being on the bottom of the card, and I'm really scared. Stuck because, in mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, that, that would scare me a little bit. Um, so where am I going to go here? Eh, we're starting to get to the middle of the of the pack here, and you're starting to see a lot of guys like uh, Baron Corbin, Big Show, Apollo Crews. Do you take them now or do you wait? Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with a shock pick myself. So I'm going to go with a female wrestler. I'm going to take Emma. I know she's out right now, and yep. we, we, we've kind of... We've made, a, we've made a point of it to uh, point that out on the show before. Um, I like Emma. I, I think that her like hot like the character got hot before she got hurt and it's very unfortunate she got hurt i'm taking her and i'm, I'm hoping that she comes back healthy and then we got another good heel i'm going to take the man gravity forgot about i'm gonna take neville i know he's another one injured but man he's just you just watch him do the things he does and he's another person when i tell people to get back into wrestling i go hey watch neville because you will stop saying these guys are not athletic and not athletes when you watch Neville. And I really like him, so I'm going to take Neville. I don't like it when people say, oh, wrestling, these guys aren't true athletes. They're not actually. First things yeah. first is, uh, Neville aside, to do some of the things in the ring that these guys do, you can't be sitting on your couch eating, eating potato chips. You have to be in some shape. You have to be uh, pretty athletic. A lot of these guys are former athletes as well. Um, again, I always tell people this. Uh, if you like watching... Uh, gymnastics and uh, other sports like that, even basketball. There's a level of like being able to jump and being able to do moves and 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 be quick around people. Um, it's it's this isn't this isn't a sport for for people just sitting on their couch. Um, where am I gonna go here? I'm gonna take I'm gonna go with the tag team. So I'm gonna go with a heel tag team that looks like they might get a kind of a new direction. I'm gonna go with Breeze Dango. And okay. I, I know that might come off as a little bit weird, but ru rumors are that Vince likes Breeze Dango. I don't know why, but he has Neither potential for a new character, and I'm interested to see what this new character is. I'm taking them with my 10th pick. So I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler here. There you go. Just because just he's, he's an amazing worker, and he, his push would be so much better right now if he didn't say a bad comment about John Cena about a year and a half ago at Comic-Con. 
So, uh, but he's a great worker, and I think fans could really buy into him too if they push him in the right direction. So I'm going to go Dalfier. God forbid you say one bad thing about John Cena. God forbid. Yeah. I, I can't say, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, it, you have nothing to lose with, with having Cena kind of drop down a little bit. The Rock, The Rock was able to get some guys over towards the latter portion of his career, his regular uh, wrestling career. So, yeah. I mean, Stone Cold aside, you know, you, you built up some characters in the, in the Attitude Era. You can do it here. Um, all right, where am I going to go here? So we'll leave, we'll leave the women uh, to, to off to the side a little bit. Looking at the tag team division, um, I think I'm going to go... Okay, I think I'm going to take Sheamus. Okay. I'm, I'm not a big Sheamus fan, but I don't mind him in the ring. He's tolerable. I just... Uh, the, the stipulation is you, you can't have that mohawk anymore. New haircut? Uh, that's 100% fine with me. <laughs> um, all right, so someone I'm going to take now, now is is he off? Is Roman Reigns off limits? Roman Reigns is still available now. The, the okay. suspension I'm, didn't take him off the list. I'm going to take him just because of the fact that at this point, people love to hate him. And the heat he was generating by not even trying – I don't even care if it's a heel turn. I don't care the way he's booked, but to take him this low and just to see the reaction of people, because at the end of the day, when Reigns was getting pushed the way he did, the WWE didn't see cancels in their subscriptions like people said they were going to do. They didn't see drops in ratings like people said they were going to. So, you know, he's like, as Tios used to say, they love to hate me or they hate to love me, whichever one you prefer, T.O. said both of them. People do love to hate Roman Reigns, and I think having him on with Styles, Ziggler, Cena, Miz, people who could really, really work with him on my SmackDown roster, I think it'd only be best for him to be on my SmackDown roster. So I'm going to take Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm iffy on Roman Reigns, and I, I've, I've made this very ad, I've been adamant about this on the podcast before. The issue with Roman Reigns is that his character is unfinished. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like there are a lot of parallels to him and Apollo Cruz, where he's not, yes. bad, he's not awful in the ring. Apollo Cruz obviously is far superior, but uh, Reigns isn't awful in the ring. The problem is that his character is just undeveloped. Like, uh, for instance, Goldberg. Let's talk about Goldberg. So Goldberg. Uh, a lot of people are going to draw the, the similarities to the move set with the spear, and basically being a power guy, a quick spurt guy. You know, Roman Reigns obviously can't. He could go for a full match, but his moveset doesn't allow him to go for a full match. Um, and especially the way the character is, he's hit, 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 counter, lays down for a little bit, and then you have to, have to get a guy in there to work. Um, yeah. Ergo with Seth Rollins, ergo with Dean Ambrose, ergo with AJ Styles. The thing with Goldberg was that his moveset kind of limited him, limited him, and also he's not very good in the ring. And but he had a finished character, and we were invested in his character. He was a monster. He was a guy that crushed people. Reigns, his character is the same guy from five years ago when he was in the Shield. Like they need they need to develop his character to get me invested in him. I think a heel turn yeah. will be good, and an entire change and change his theme song. <laughs> For the love of God, changes changes theme song. Um, all right, enough stalling. Uh, who is going to be my 12th pick? Oh, Roman Reigns. He's not the first guy. He's not the last guy. He's the 12th guy to join SmackDown. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a women wrestler. I'm going to go with Dana Brooke. I'm, a big, I'm actually a big Dana Brooke fan. I like her annoying heel character. 
Um, I like that they paired her up with Charlotte. It was a good audible to run after the MS, after injury. Injury. Um, I'm just. I think that she needs to have some more time as a manager, and then eventually she can start getting back into the ring. But uh, taking Dana Brooke here. Um, now we're getting into the nitty gritty where it's. Uh, do you want this guy or do you want to wait? <laughs> and I'm just taking this guy. If this is another pure fan thing with me, I'm gonna take Zack Ryder. There you you know, for, so, for some reason, when I started getting back into WWE, I was drawn to him. And then he didn't get a lot of TV time. But the two Raws I went to in a matter of a couple months were is when he actually wrestled on Raw. One, he just came out during uh, Miz promo. And the other, he wrestled. And I think he wrestled like Fandango or something in one. Or maybe that was Chris Jericho. I don't really remember. But I like Zack Ryder. I love the woo-woo-woo. He went to high school with one of my old high school teachers. And we're at this point in the draft where I, I just want to pick him. I was running across my apartment when he won at WrestleMania. I never thought that would happen. And even during the Battle Royal that was on Raw a couple weeks ago when it was him and was it Rusev who was left in there? I believe so. It was them too. And I was just beside myself saying, oh, my gosh, Ryder's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win. He ended up not winning, but I, I don't know. I just love Zack Ryder, so I'm going to take him. Zack Ryder, uh, he has the benefit of being – um, so over with the fans and having a compelling story as well. I know, uh, was he's a cancer survivor? Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know why the WWE hasn't pushed him to uh, new heights. Uh, well, you know, he's he's won a tag title, Intercontinental, and U.S. He's only got a world title, and then he completes whatever the term is for that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And of course, he's the internet champion. Um, yeah. They, so. I. I yeah, yeah, if he's got like the same thing with the Miz, where like if you look at the Miz's resume, you're like, oh, uh, great, great guy right there. But when you look at it in the big picture, here's a guy that was written off TV for almost like half a year for no reason. He was mm -hmm. not on TV, so there's something going on there, and I don't understand it. Um, hopefully that he gets kind of a new direction with this uh, with this split, but um, he he's in like a weird spot. He could end up being a Sandow where it's like fans love him, but they never do anything with him and they end up cutting him, um, which I hope never happens. Or he could work his way up the card. And I don't I don't think we're gonna be getting Ryder versus Cena at WrestleMania anytime soon. But uh, no, but maybe one day down the road. All right, uh, going back to a tag team here. I'm gonna take the Golden Truth. I doing this mostly for Sean, so Sean. <laughs> Doesn't tear my roster up too much. I know he's going to do it anyway. But um, I like Golden Truth. Gold Dust is a cool gimmick. I, I kind of like the the name of Golden Truth. Like That's kind of a cool name. I'm just hoping they kind of get a more more serious look here and uh, go from there. But all right, they're my 13th pick. Okay, so as I'm scrolling through, of course, I lost my wrestler who I wanted to take. I believe it was Ryback. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Nikki Bella. I mean, you could get maybe the Total Diva audience to follow her. I mean, it's another... I, my women roster people isn't watch, looking... People watch that show? People do. Cody Decker watches that show. I what? Know, not, to, not to blow up his spot. Friend but, of the but, show, but, Cody Decker? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, again, I'm going to take her maybe to get some more, I think, little girls who watch that show or maybe even 20-year-old girls who watch the show. And it strengthens my women division because I thought I was taking Natalia when I took Dolph Ziggler, but I forgot you took her. So I need another woman. I'm taking Nikki Bella. I can't believe Cody Decker watched. <laughs> Cody. Oh, I love that kid. 
All right. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. Uh, he's fallen enough, and uh, I, I like him. I mean, he, he like, uh, Steve Colt has said this before. Uh, what, a, a character that would really suit him is an MVP character, which is, I think, oh, what a coincidence. Guess who's a free agent? MVP. Yeah. Bring him back, do a little feud there, maybe get some good mic work out of him, and then you go from there. I think it's unfortunate because Apollo should have been put in a feud against a guy, I don't want to say Chris Jericho just yet, but he should have been put against a guy on the lower uh, part of the card where he can get some good mic work done. Um, yeah. Or he should have just stayed in NXT. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of these call-ups, like eventually when he gets drafted, Corbin, I'll say it again, uh, probably should have stayed in NXT, got some more work done, and then gone on from there. But uh, he's yeah. my 14th pick, and who is going to be your 15th pick? I'm going to pick Alberto Del Rio. I figure at this point I have a former WWE champion at 15. Uh, first of all, he's a physical specimen. He's just gotten bigger and bigger over the years. Battle. And he's he's athletic, and you know I think he, he's a good spot at this point. Uh, to take a 15, I'll take Del Rio. And you can form the off-screen, on-screen couple of about Alberto Del Rio and Paige, which... I truly do think it's just a uh, Total Divas work thing. Well, again, yeah, yeah, I'm going for Total Divas, apparently. I got Alberto and Paige. I got Nikki Bella. John I'm Cena. That, I'm buying into that. I got yeah, I am inadvertently buying into the Total Divas. Yeah. Oh, Zack Ryder, who's going to be on Total Divas when Emma gets on Total Divas? Oh, God. What have I done to SmackDown? Are you going to Eva Marie next? <laughs> what are you going to Alicia Fox? Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, uh, do I want to take him? Uh, you know what? I'll go with another tag team. I'm gonna go with the Dudley Boys. Uh, oh, I took pick. I I dig them. Uh, I think they're kind of lost in transition right now with being uh, unfortunately booked on a lot of pre-shows. Um, kind of unfairly booked as they came back. So hopefully they can get some direction here. But uh, Dudleys are my uh, my pick. Benny's, okay, Benny's so crazy. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you who I won't pick. I won't pick the Shining Stars. No. And <laughs> I will pick Randy Orton because again, there it's you, you want you want to build it up, and I want I just want at this point lower in the draft to get a big name such as Randy Orton. I think it's good for it's good for SmackDown. Yeah, get I, people to watch it. Oh hey, Cena's on it. Randy Orton's on it. I'm gonna watch go. this. I Another yeah. Cena Randy Orton match. That's just what I'm not we need. saying they I'm not saying they have to feud with each other, but at this point, John Cena is good enough where he draws and doesn't even need to have a title on him, which is good. And Randy Orton, he's again, it's for people like my friends who I want to get to start watching. I'm gonna be like, hey, if these were the rosters, hey, watch SmackDown. Remember Randy Orton? Remember John Cena? They're on SmackDown. Watch it, and then you could fall in love with guys like AJ Styles and so on. We can have another Cena versus Orton. I hope that's the like first match of like your your new. That's your main event <laughs> of your first SmackDown. It's oh, we're gonna do this. And oh, you're gonna God. watch it because it's SmackDown. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jerks. Anyway, okay. Who am I gonna take? Uh, not gonna take the big slow. Not gonna take boring cardboard. I'm not gonna make Darren Young great again because Lord knows oh. that's not gonna happen. Oh, Jack Swagger. Oh. Nope. Okay, uh, I'll take Titus O'Neil, um, oh. just because I think he's okay. I think he's tolerable. Uh, I don't know his gimmick. His gimmick bothers me sometimes. It's like just let him kind of do whatever he wants, and I wish they kind of developed him a little bit more. But um, 
at this point. Nah. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how I feel about him, too. I don't, I don't hate him, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, we are really uh, trying to yeah, scoop out the uh, the bottom here. Again, this, is, um, this is where I, I, I think that uh, Sean's method of doing a lottery is, is effective, but at the same time, it's like, hey, there, there's, there's an enjoyment to sitting here going, do I want this person or do I want to just send him to Raw or SmackDown? Huh. So, so what, what women are on the board right now? Do you have? So, Tamina, Summer Rae, uh, Rosa Mendez, Naomi, Eva Marie, and Alicia Fox. Oh, man. All right. I think I'm just going to go Naomi just because I don't really know. Na- just, I, yeah. I, I like Naomi. Uh, the problem is, again, underdeveloped character and hasn't really been in anything worth our while. So Exactly. So I'm going to say Naomi, maybe this would re-jumpstart her career or something like that. Right or now, even jumpstart for the first time. Looking at the way your, your women's division is, you have Becky Lynch, Paige, Nikki Bella, and Naomi. Naomi's going to get some good matches in there, along with having Charlotte. Uh, of course, the rumors are they're splitting the women's division. I don't buy that for ah. a second. I don't buy that for a second because you don't have enough women on your roster to do that. You barely but. have enough men to have two uh, championships. You, you think you have enough women? You're, you're going to need to literally quadruple your size of, of, of your women's roster. But may, maybe that's down the road. Um, obviously, I think that's the goal, but uh, so, you know, the roster's not that big yet. Um, yeah. Okay, so I think I'm going to go with Kane. I'll take Kane here. Okay. Uh, Got to have Big Red on, on your, on your uh, Big Red show. Uh, eh, I mean, I, I, think, I think Kane works well as putting, as, at, putting, at this point, at putting guys over. So uh, Kane is my 18th pick. We're getting down to the uh, nitty-gritty here. Yeah, sure not kidding. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Now there's a couple tag teams we haven't taken that I'm looking at. Shining mm. stars. Yeah, the, uh, you could take them. I, I, would, I would say Ryback here, but I don't want any of my guys to be injured in the ring, so I'm not going to take him. Plus, we don't even know if he's ever coming back ever again. Yeah, so that might be a waste of the pick. So, honestly... Just because I'm such at a standstill right now and I really don't know what to do, I'm going to take social outcasts here for a little bit of humor and then I'm just going to make you make two hard decisions and then just base my decision off the two picks you make. So I'm just going to pick social outcasts to help my draft pick next pick because I have to skip one. I I knew at some point someone was going to use that to their advantage and I can't say social out. I mean, and Social Outcast works as a job or tag team, you know. I much- like Heath Slater. Like, <laughs> I like him, the one man band. Like, so I, I, I'm happy there, board. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Lucha Dragons. Okay. Uh, mm, they're they're another one that's kind of like at this point, uh, why even bother? And then, oh my god, <laughs> T- Tamina, I guess. Oh, she's just so bland. Though I, I wouldn't mind it to me and Nia Jax feud. It's just would that be entertaining enough in the ring? But um, okay, those those are my two picks. Oh, all right. So who am I gonna pick right now? Um, I don't want to make the SmackDown fans sit through the Darren Young, uh, crap. Definitely don't want them to do that. Um, I hope this goes somewhere. Like. I, y- 
obviously at this point you like they're they're comical enough to where uh, you can't really do anything like major with them. But this just has to lead somewhere. Fourth of July is coming up. I'm gonna take the true American Jack Swagger. Just at some point, someone <laughs> was gonna have to draft him. <laughs> yeah, I like him, but like again, his character ran out as welcome, and I haven't done anything with him. And I don't know. May maybe he could do better on SmackDown. You didn't like when they put him with Zeb Coulter, or no, not with no, Zeb I Coulter. You, you don't like it when they brought him back to feud with Del Rio and Zeb Coulter for no reason. Yeah, there that, was that just was, no, that was the ultimate. There's no like, substance behind it. That was the ultimate. Like Vince was like woke up one day and looked at the roster online and went, "Jack Swagger, he still works for us." What? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, okay, you're going with Zach, uh, with uh, uh, Swagger. Who cares? I'm gonna go with uh, Mark Henry. I guess he still works for the WWE. I guess so. Uh, until I'm told otherwise. So okay, uh, all right, I got Mark Henry. I think I'm going to take Corbin here because. Maybe if I take him under my wing on SmackDown, he, he's still young enough and he's still fresh enough in the company where they could redo his character and everyone could love him. So I'll take Corbin. I'll take Summer Rae. I don't know Fuck. why I'm doing it. Uh, I think I'm doing it just because I want to speed this up towards the end so we can talk about cool wrestling stuff versus... Uh, um, I'm going to stick with the women here. I'm just going to take Rosa Mendes. Oh, that is the ultimate insult to Eva Marie and Alicia Fox. I, it's, I am so happy you did that. I, I do not like Eva Marie at all. I was not taking her. Oh, I'll God. I'll just take Rosa Mendez. I know, but again, now I kind of have a woman jobber, if you want to look at it that way. Oh, man. I, 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 I mentioned it before. I, I'm, pre I'm fairly certain she's surprised to be on any list. But um, Yeah, so exactly. Come here. You're accepted <laughs> in SmackDown. You're accepted. Come here. Be loved. Um... <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with Tyson Kidd. Uh, hopefully he isn't hurt for a substantial amount of time. Um, I'm starting to think, though, he is. But I'll make him uh, – I'll bring him on. He's a good little high flyer. Uh, he'll, he'll, serve, he'll serve the roster well. All right, so <laughs> both of us are really staying as far away from possible to the Usos, which I think is hysterical. And I'm still not going to take them. I'm just mentioning that. Uh, they might be the last pick because they, um, so they, they have Reigns heat. Like once you once you have Reigns heat, that's like Eva Marie heat, where it's just you you can't do anything. You Wait, who's the other woman besides Eva Marie available? Uh, Alicia Fox. Yeah, I'm just gonna take her. <laughs> just gonna build around not taking Eva. <laughs> so, at some point, it's gonna come down to like, oh, yeah, you, I, uh, do it, you want to take Eva? It's Marie? gonna be the Usos and Eva. Or do you want to take <laughs> the Usos? Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take um, well, whatever I just said. I don't even remember. Still looking at my... You said Alicia Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. God, I knew it would come to me eventually. Even even you forgot who you just took. It was <laughs> Alicia Fox. Bro, certainly Alicia Fox forgets Alicia Fox. All right. Um, eh. I guess Big Show. I'll take Big Show. You slow old man. All right. So who do, who do we really have left now? We have the shining stars. Okay, so he, here's where uh, I call this portion the Benny board. Okay. So when you get this late into the rounds, uh, the Benny board comes up. So this is the the top. I'm gonna rank, in my opinion, who is the best available. Uh, you got the Ascension still around. Uh, then the shining stars. Then Darren Young. Technically Ryback. The Usos. And then Eva Marie. 
right, I'm going to take the Ascension just because they had some glory in NXT. It's not working on the main roster, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I might catch like this. Might be like my, uh, you know, the Dodgers drafting Mike Piazza in like the like thirty something whatever round, and then he becomes a Hall like of Ian Famer. Bottle. Yeah, so that's that's my thing with Ascension. I'm just gonna take him. All right, you're taking the Ascension at this point. I probably can take uh, Darren Young. I'll do it only because I maybe this maybe this new and improved character will go somewhere. Uh, we'll see, but uh, hopefully Bob Backlund starts accompanying him to the ring. That'd be that'd be fun. A jackal, that'd be good. crazy man. Uh, so I'm gonna take Ryback, and the reason I'm gonna take him is because I think he's gonna leave, and I'm gonna send him out in a like the whole roster beats him up, and he's like inept to come back. So I'm just gonna take Ryback just for like a two week cool storyline of pretty much the roster kicking him out of WWE. Uh, on the podcast, Jobo uh, has a has a, a socialist Ryback character, and it's the greatest oh. thing ever. Because uh, one yeah. of the reasons why Ryback isn't in the WWE anymore is because he uh, did not like not being paid equally. So uh, his socialist Ryback character is certainly interesting. I, I, I would love for him to hear that. All right, we're down to three. And, uh, oh, God, Shining Stars, Usos, and Eva Marie. I, oh, goodness. <laughs> Well, I I could use a, a a female that is absolutely loathed. I'll take Eve Marie, and I won't like it. Oh my goodness, Benny! I would. Oh, oh, killing. You know what? Um, I already have one person in Ryback, and the uh, you could argue the Ascension. And if I was writing down my roster and had it in front of me, I could probably name. Some more people, but I already have those two, pretty much my last two consecutive picks of people that are probably going to be written off WWE TV for a good amount of time. So I can't have a third player in the Shining Stars who's also like off WWE TV right now. So I'm just going to take the Usos and they're with Roman. So maybe they could generate some like real heat to the point where the fans start throwing stuff like at them and it gets on the news and then SmackDown just everyone's like, oh, wow, crazy stuff's happening. I have to watch this because of how much these guys hate these guys, how much the fans hate these guys. So I'll take the Usos. They have they have the same heat or the, where it's the like just a, a bland, I guess, I, and I end up with a shining star, so who cares? Um, <laughs> they have they have a nuclear bland heat. And it's not good. They need they need to seriously WWE needs to sit down and and rethink what they're doing with the Usos. Turn them heel and just let them go and and have a character that's not pertaining to the ethnicity. We've talked about this before. It's kind of frustrating when uh, they have to come out and they do the they do the thing every single time they come out. It's like, hey, you guys don't have to do that. We get it. You're Hawaiian. We understand. Just like just like when Becky Lynch first went into NXT, like. Did they really have to make her like an Irish jig dancer? No. Like, does every person who's Samoan have to be related to The Rock? I mean, Samoa Joe's made a name for himself, so when he does come up, they're not going to pull that. But it, I really don't think you need to build off ethnicity with uh, with certain people. No, and it, it, Like, the same reason with Seamus. Like, not every Irish person says fella a lot. I know he has the accent, but okay, we get it. They, they, they could have done something corny with the Ninja Turtles with him. I mean, they didn't. I thought I thought that was a shoo-in, but I guess not. Change his theme song to, like, rock, steady. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so that is our draft. Uh, the way it went down is Raw ended up with uh, Dana Brooke, Emma, Eva Marie, Natalia, uh, Sasha Banks, Summer Rae, Tamina, the Wyatt family, Enzo and Cass, the Dudley, Shining Stars, Breeze Dango, Golden Truth, Lucha Dragons, breath here, Apollo Crews, Big Show, Cesaro, Chris Jericho, Darren Young, uh, uh, Dean Ambrose, Kane, Kevin Owens, Mark Henry, Sheamus, Titus O'Neil, and Tyson Kidd. SmackDown got a good haul. Uh, women's division, Alicia Fox, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Nikki Bella, Paige, Rosa Mendez. They ended up with two uh, stables, the club and social outcast. Three tag teams, the Vaude Villains, Usos, and Ascension. Of course, they then dominated with singles wrestlers. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Jack Swagger, John Cena, The Miz, Neville, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ryback, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Zack Ryder. And of course, uh, you have uh, it was New Day and Charlotte kind of splitting uh, both both uh, brand, uh, shows right now. All right, let's talk about one uh, big topic. Let's talk about Roman Reigns and let's talk about the suspension. I want your opinion on on that really quick before we wrap this up. Okay, so originally I had this on my last two videos and seeing off again. If you want to go check that out, it's on YouTube. Shameless and plug. yeah, exactly. So. I talked about it, and I thought it was great when it happened. I go, oh, awesome, WWE, they, the higher-ups aren't protecting him. But then I learned that he failed the drug test before Money in the Bank, which ended up being the reason he lost clean to Rollins. But the thing is, I do like how WWE isn't hiding it, and I do like that. I think it's a perfect, perfect situation for him to turn heel. Everyone's been saying it. But now he comes back, he should just throw this in everyone's face, be this massive heel. Honestly, I thought Raw was really, really, really good yesterday. There was a lot of good matches. I kind of been digging this whole Roman Reigns being suspended type thing. Um, I, I'm glad that WWE is kind of putting their foot down on him and they're not hiding it. But what I don't like is how he's still in the match. For Battleground. I think they should have kind of pushed the match back to SummerSlam. They should have dropped him out of it. And I think maybe they are going to. I think if they're smart right now, they have me mad that he's still in the match. But in the build-up, they could drop him out. And then he could, like, come interfere, not come on TV. And then he could interfere in the match and then kind of insert himself in the championship match in SummerSlam. I really want them to save this triple threat for SummerSlam. And I think... Yeah. Like, I feel like they've known about this for a while, and I think this is one of the reasons why they were able to pull an Audible and have Ambrose hold the title. And really, when you think about it, uh, this Audible is actually the better option, because I think originally the option was Reigns goes over clean on Rollins, uh, Ambrose comes out, tries to cash in, um, and he, he gets stopped before he can cash in. You save Ambrose with a briefcase. He keeps trying to cash in every now and then, but Reigns doesn't allow him to. You build to a match between Rollins and Reigns again at Battleground. Um, Ambrose interferes. You get a triple threat at SummerSlam, and Reigns wins again, which I think is well, what I they're building to. I, I, I would like that, and I think I wouldn't. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't again. Like the, the problem with Reigns is that he he's not a draw. Like you, you hate him, you don't like him, but the bottom line is he's not he's not going to sell tickets. Seth Rollins goes sell and some more tickets. I, and the thing is, I know he's not going away anytime soon either, which is why I say it like that. But the thing is, too, I was kind of getting a little concerned about Dean Ambrose before he cashed in. I go, where's this Ambrose character going? You know, he lost 
to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, who has disappeared and gone to UFC and isn't coming back till SummerSlam. Then he had that pretty boring Extreme Rules match, which I was at, uh, Mark Pomerico, if you're tuning in and listening. Thanks, cuz. <laughs> Thanks for the free tickets. Um, so it was a boring, long, drawn-out match, and then his character on the mic wasn't doing anything, but I really liked this kind of, like, snark, sarcastic jokester, and I feel like now that he has the belt on him, if you hear his pop from before he was going to be inserted in the ladder match to now, it's light years ahead. So I think this is great for Ambrose having the title. Rollins still pursuing. The fans are still behind him. I have to agree with you wholeheartedly that the better option is coming out of Reigns being suspended. And I think the best thing to do would be to slowly get to the point where you uninsert him from the match and just make it a one-on-one like Seth Rollins wants to. And then if you want to really have this triple threat match, which it's going to happen, get it for SummerSlam. Because the triple threat is what a lot of people want to watch. And I think the triple threat, yeah. is, uh, the triple threat is what's going to bring a it's lot the of people back. Yeah. It's, what, it's, going, it's what's going to bring a lot of people back to wrestling. Um, and SummerSlam's one of your big four, so the other, save it for SummerSlam. The other uh, Pandora's box here that we can open up is the fact that Reigns doesn't sell merchandise well. I'm not saying like he doesn't go door, he's not a door to door salesman like, hey, do you want to buy one of my two? No, he his his <laughs> it, it's been fairly well known that his merch sales are towards the the bottom of the ten, top ten, if not out of the top ten. Um, yeah. Recently, a uh, uh, I believe a uh, one of the one of the insiders, or, or I, I don't think it was Dave Meltzer, but one of the insiders uh, leaked a uh, a list of the top five, and Reigns isn't on it, but Ambrose and Rollins is, John Cena yeah, is, and Kevin Owens Styles is, AJ Styles is, is. yeah, he's, and um, it just it's so all funny guys, because... majority of guys that the WWE doesn't think highly of when it comes to Roman Reigns. Now, of course, Seth Rollins is a different character, John Cena is a different character, but. Ambrose has lost to Reigns before. Um, Kevin Owens, we know they're never going to put him over Reigns because Vince doesn't like Kevin Owens that much, even though Triple H because loves him. He's, because he and doesn't. He's not, he's not long, tan, and handsome. Yeah, yeah he's not, he's not long, tan, Bob, handsome. What are you going to do? Doesn't wet the hair. That's the other thing. Uh, we'll talk about things that bother me, but like the wet hair is starting to bother me. But uh, anyway, um, it, it just is. Everyone, everyone has it. But yeah. I, I think that the issue with, with Reigns is it's a deep-seated issue with the fans, and he just doesn't, like, no one, like, part of, I'm going to bring the Attitude Era back, part of the, one of the reasons why people got so invested with The Rock and, and Stone Cold and Triple H and Taker was because there, there was something to get invested in. You felt like there, were, there was an, an element of reality or just an overall great character. What's yeah. Reigns' character? That's what the WWE has to ask themselves. What is Roman Reigns' character? You, you you sit there and you call him oh he he's the big dog or he's the he's the guy he's the man or whatever you want to call him. The WWE's got to get more creative with the nickname. The guy, the man, and the dude. That is not gonna. That's not gonna go. Stop I, I that. Did, I, I didn't Be mind, more like, The man gimmick with Seth Rollins, I didn't mind. The dude gimmick with Dean Ambrose, I don't mind. The guy bothers me because it's like, hey, I'm the guy. Stop. Shut well, up. It, well, here's here's another thing with Reigns. I'm sorry to cut you off, but the push. I'm trying to explain this because. My family, I've seen them a, a lot recently since I've been home from school. And they all ask me, ah, you know, when did you really get back into wrestling? I see you're hitting up your cousin for tickets. You're talking about it. You're podcasting about it. When did this resurgence come? And I tell them. 
and I tell them about Reigns, and then they just don't get that. Like, why does he keep pushing? WWE put out a top 10 a couple months ago, and it was top 10 one-liners, essentially, in the last decade. And, you know, like, uh, Bad News Barrett, I'm afraid I've got some bad news, yep. was on there. And number one was Roman Reigns' I'm not a good guy, bad guy. I'm just the guy. Edited which, with people going. At that point, at that point, was only about six weeks old. How are you going to say that's the best line of the it's, decade? That's not even top twenty. That's not even top twenty-five. That's not even yeah. top anything. And the, again, it the was the guy about line was so stupid. See, this is the WWE doing anything they can to push Reigns, and I really feel somewhere uh, deep in the in 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 Vince McMahon's mind as he realizes that Reigns isn't best for business i th i feel like reigns is 60 percent vince and 40 percent a marketing uh a group of marketers decided hey what's the most generic everyone would like this guy guy that we have on the roster oh can't be seth rollins oh it can't be dean ambrose well look at this guy he's big he's strong he's generic he won't offend anyone look at him he's great kids will love him He's like John Cena, and I think that's the issue that WWE has, has to look at is that you can't allow marketing to get in front of the product, and that's, what, that's what's happened over the past decade is you're pushing the wrong guys. But anyway, yep. that does it for the podcast. We'll save the hardcore stuff for down the road. Uh, eventually, I, I do want to set up a new, a new series where we, we do divulge into some of these big issues. But for now, uh, once again, shameless plug, Mr. DiNapoli. Yes, uh, teeing off my... YouTube podcast account. It's a video one, so you could see me talking, you could see me getting mad, and you could see me shake my computer camera. Thomas DiNapoli, if you want to type in that name, D-I-N-A-P-O-L-I. -I. It's my last name. Type that in on YouTube, you'll find it. Or you could type in Ting Off. That's T-I-N-G Off. Again, cover a lot of New York sports and WWE as well. So please come on, check me out, subscribe, and start a conversation with me. If you want to talk about something, maybe I'm out of my comfort zone. If you, I get enough people telling me they want me to talk about the Euro Cup, well, by golly, I'll talk about the Euro Cup. I, I, I hope not. I'm not, I'm not a big soccer fan. But, uh, <laughs> all right, if, if folks want to follow you on Twitter or find you on Facebook or, or wherever, uh, what's your Twitter handle? Okay, so my Twitter handle is tnaps37, T-N-A-P-S, then the number 37. Uh, a lot of, you know, really good on Twitter. I've had it since, like, 2011. Love that. Facebook's Thomas DiNapoli. I have a Google plus Thomas DiNapoli. Instagram, T underscore DiNapoli, if you want to check out some of my uh, shenanigans in picture form. So, again, tnaps37, Thomas DiNapoli, T underscore DiNapoli. That's uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, in that order. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at the BNP Express. Coming up next week, we are going to finally get around, uh, hopefully get around to uh, reviewing uh, Money in the Bank. As, uh, of course, Sean was on vacation. I uh, took some time off as well. So we're going to get back into that coming up next week. But for now, we'll talk to you later.